Hey everybody, it's your host Adam. Uh, I'm going to be doing this little intro thing before podcast from now on. Hope that's okay. It's just going to go right here, minute before the show. Uh, I just wanted to remind everybody that you can like You're Gonna Love This on Facebook at YGLT Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram. That's our big new place. Uh, we're going to have lots of pics of me and my guests, other stuff there too. Um, so that's fun. Uh, go go follow us there. It's going to be a good time. Uh, this episode had a couple of recording issues. It was a lot of fun, but uh, the levels on my guitar were real low. You're going to hear that right away. Um, and so I had to re-record the actual song I made for Carl because it just did not uh, show up on the track. The guitar was just not there. It's the first time I've ever had to do this. I don't like it. Uh, it's not the spirit of the show, but uh, I just couldn't give you guys that shit-ass recording. So sorry. Uh, enjoy the show. Everybody, this next one. I want to see all you motherfuckers in the pit. <laughs> You're gonna love this podcast. That's that's fine. That's that's good. Thank you. That's a good death growl. Yeah. Thank you very much. You can um, do it. Uh, well, welcome everyone to you're gonna love this uh, the the podcast where I, your host Adam Mushkatel, uh, every week. Oh, sorry, I'm getting a little buzz there. Uh, tries to write a song, a perfect song for my guest. Nice. Uh, yeah. Very nice. I'd got that introduction out. Uh, relatively quick. I wonderful, think. wonderful. My I'm guest, his guest, Carl, Carl Powers. I was gonna say it, but he got there first. I, I, I saw you hesitate, <laughs> and I was like, I think he's forgotten my name. It's me, Carl Powers. I, for just a half second, I forgot the name of uh, my friend of what five years, something like Longer that. Than yeah, that. yeah, yeah, long yeah. time. Um, jeez, yeah, six years. About six. Yeah, I think. Yeah, um, and it's been a while. You, you were one of my early guests. I think early you were the guest. third guest yeah, on the yeah, pod. Early on. Um, and uh, I realized I was looking through uh, the tracks. I was like, Carl, it's been a while since Carl's been on. Yeah. Got to get him back. I'm happy to be back. You got an electric guitar now. I think we talked in the first episode, but for those of you who don't want to go all the way back, yeah. I I greatly prefer electric guitar to acoustic, and I'm a big electric guitar fan. I hear you. It's, uh, it's been a breath of fresh air going back to it. Uh, yeah. Because, well, A, just in terms of like, it's easier to play. Like oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. just a real thing. Like I don't know if anybody at home knows about that who doesn't play uh, guitar. But the electric guitar, the the uh, strings are real close to the neck and they're very you know movable. Um, yeah. You gotta like you gotta have some force if you're gonna play acoustic guitar. You gotta have some hand heft. Yeah, yeah. Um, on electric guitar, it, it's amplified. Yeah. So I this is not. I don't think going to resonate with you, Carl. But hopefully somebody. Uh, at home watched Naruto. I feel like Rock Lee, um, after he had removed the stone, uh, uh, he had a bunch of weights on his legs and he was, he oh. was play, you know, fighting with those on and he took them off and it's like, boom, I'm so fast and so good now. Or like donuts on a, on a bat for when you're warming up. Like Hell the, yeah. the weights you put on a bat when you're in the, in the on deck circle. Slightly less uh, n- nerdy way to put that, I, I think. Until we start talking sabermetrics. Hell yeah, <laughs> let's get into warp and vorp and all. Warp is not a thing. Vorp is a thing. War, you combine war and vorp, yeah. I, I did. Um... So, uh, let's, so, whh- so, what, wh- I don't remember the song that I wrote for you. Do you remember what, what the song was that I made for you um, initially? 
I remember we talked about it recently because it was it was we talked a lot on the podcast about modest mouse, and then you you That's right. you switched in your head between modest mouth and death cap for cutie. Yeah, and I am not really a death cap for cutie fan, and neither am I. Um, um but uh, but you wrote kind of a death cap for cutie song. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna do my best to like double check with you and make sure that I'm aware of, of what, what you want me to make. I'm talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this time I'm gonna I'm gonna really uh, at least ask twice um, sure. that that yeah. it's the same band. Uh, cool. I'll 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 try not to to do that again. Wonderful, um, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, let's uh, let's get into the first segment of you're gonna love this. Uh, this segment is called you're gonna love this, which is the name of the podcast as well. Oh, nice! Uh, in this segment, we usually just talk about music that I've been listening to, but Carl showed me a song that he wanted to talk about. So uh, we decided uh, today uh, we actually played each other songs instead of just kind of yeah, yeah. yelling at each other you about know, songs imagine, we like. Imagine a song. <laughs> it, you know, you say that like as a joke, but I've been doing it for like thirty episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the song that I showed Carl. Carl was uh, uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb. Um, uh, not the one that you may think in your head. Uh, not the children's version. Is Buddy Guy, a uh, famous old guitarist, blues dude. Jack Bruce from Cream. Miles uh, Buddy from uh, Jimi Hendrix's band. He was his drummer. And uh, Lemmy, uh, in the background, just kind of digging it. Lemmy Kilmeister of Motorhead, just yeah. kind of there. Yeah, it was a really cool video. It was on, uh, Adam found it on a Russian website, ok.ru. Yeah. Because uh, I guess it's just too hot for American internet. This is one of my like early YouTube hits, you know, like 2007, yeah. eight YouTube hits. Yeah. And uh, I just went back to look for it today, and I was shocked to find that somebody had removed it. Yeah, it's probably got. It's. It seems like Buddy Guy has. Uh, He's got litigious lawyers. Yeah, somebody, somebody on the web. I mean, uh, I can understand. It's a great performance. Oh it's, yeah. It's like I would yeah. want to sell it if I not, had that. I'm not trying to get against. I'm not one of those like. How dare these artists try to make money off of their uh, off of their productions? All uh, every streaming service that asks you to pay for music is robbery, and it's the worst thing. No, yeah, of course it's yeah. wonderful for people to make money yeah, off yeah, of their yeah, art. Yeah, yeah. You should we we should all be paying everybody who we are consuming their stuff. Yeah. Piracy is a bad thing. Sure. And also, I was upset when I saw that that Buddy Guy video was moved. And I yeah, yeah, yeah. went and quickly found a pirated, pirated version. version. Yeah, and the pirated version on this Russian website really, really crushes it. Yeah, it was good. So as we ride off on our high horses, you guys can scream, these hypocrites, and then turn <laughs> off the radio. Please. Uh, turn off the podcast. If you detect a hint of hypocrisy on my show, turn it off, unsubscribe, never listen again. That's, uh, that's what I want. And then you should resubscribe. Yeah, and then leave a comment, and then uh, rate us yeah. five stars. Um, Tell your friends. Carl, what was the song that you played me? I played a song called I'm in Love by Evelyn Champagne King. It's, it's kind of a disco-y. It's 81, so it's a little bit post-disco. Yeah. It's got a really nice like synth beat, like a really nice melody that yep. goes throughout the whole song. It sounds like a song that could be anywhere from like played by an up-and-coming artist on like some bullshit stage in Coachella to being like what it is, like a disco song yeah. from the early 80s it's, and it could have been released at any point it could have been 90s it just it's just do you know was it a hit like when it came out or is it do you know if it's um, like a, a it's like album track or what biggest song okay and she evelyn champagne king was kind of i guess i looked her up after i heard the song and i was sure. like oh this is cool and she's like was kind of famous but it seemed like she was like a talented disco artist in 1980 which is in like 1977 to 1980 which is like yeah there's some money to be made but it's not mm-hmm. It's you, not the the so Bee Gees. Yeah. They they like they hit it seventy four, seventy five, seventy six, seventy seven, yeah. and got out. Yeah, and then you know 
By then, yeah. we had had the Disco Destruction Night in, I think it was yes. Detroit. Where was that night? Oh, I don't know if I know what you're talking about. So there was a night where it was called Disco Destruction, and it was a... Uh, it was a promotion to get people in the ballpark for like the Detroit Tigers. I want to say oh. it might be some other band. It might be like the Minnesota Twins. Also comes to mind. I don't know why those. It's some Midwestern band had disc. Maybe it's not even Midwestern. I don't even know where it is. But it's yeah. Disco Destruction Night, where everyone was able to bring their disco records and then they would throw Smash them on em. a pile and uh, light them on fire. But then a riot broke out and they had to just cancel the game because people Whoa. were like running on the field to like break the records and it became just kind of like a I mean bit too wild. It's uh, it had destruction in the name of the promotion. Yeah, I don't know what they expected. Like yeah. I really when you tell a crowd of people to bring things and destroy them, like yeah, it's not gonna be an average day. Yeah. It's gonna be a, a yeah. baseball game where it's like, uh. all right, you've destroyed all your records. Now, time now for sit. The top of the third. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch Raleigh Fingers go to bat. <laughs> like, ooh, no, Raleigh Fingers was, a, was pitcher. a pitcher. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm really displaying my uh, my lack of baseball uh, understanding here. Um, that's all for that segment. Yeah, so that's the song I've been listening yeah. to. Evelyn Scott King. I'm in Wonderful. love. Check it out. It's a fun song. Great. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, we are not done with the segment. You are going to love this, which is the name of the podcast as well. We're going back into the regular podcast. Great. Um, yeah, let's uh, you know, let's just hop right into the to the to the interview portion. I feel like we've okay. had enough banter. Um, All right. And Great. we're going to be. I don't think we're going to stop. Uh, I don't. I don't sense that happening. Ask me the questions. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Carl, um, we were planning on recording this. Uh, on Wednesday. Yep. Um, today is Monday, uh, and uh, you you texted me today and was like, "Hey, let's let's just reschedule do today." Perfect. Yeah. I want to make it clear also that you texted me today about doing this schedule. This so is- then I rescheduled about two hours later because I had forgotten that I'm going to be going to a, a POD uh, Alien Ant Farm concert in downtown Los Angeles on uh, Wednesday evening. Oh. I- I've said it before and i'll say it again because i don't think there's any other sentiment i can express after hearing that hell yeah like that's the only that's the only thing that makes sense uh hell hell, yeah hell yeah why not it's not definitely not good enough for a fuck yeah um no it's not fuck yeah like whoa you need to it's pod but it's pod hell yeah hell yeah man it's gonna be a good time satellite that's a good album it rips like pod like like the uh, the kind of the, the impetus to do this is like um, my friend. We were just all watching. My friend is like really into butt rock. My friend uh-huh. Domenico, he loves butt rock and like loves all this like kind of like stuff that was really popular in like the early thousands and has kind of dwindled away, but it's still popular and like puddle of mud is a good example. Mud, yeah, uh, like stained, stained. Oh, all these bands that either have. Dropped an E or added a D. Yeah. These are the these are the ones we're talking about. But yeah, so we were just talking about different things, and we were just playing a bunch of like old Limp Bizkit videos mm. and like old like Corn videos and all this stuff. And then we played Pod, and this was like late at one of my friends' houses, and we're all like, my friend Domenico had like kind of slept a little bit, and then he woke up and was just like, "I've seen Pod live four times this year. They fucking rip." <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. He just snapped out of being like asleep while we're playing all these rock videos, and he's just like, "Pod rips," and we're just like, "Yeah." And then we just kind of like listen to it again, and it's like, the, it, the songs are like really well written, uh-huh. really fun, and and they're. 
the guitar parts are really good. And and it's not music you're going to get on the radio today. You're no. never going to hear it unless yeah. you go to the like yeah, yeah post-rock. What is that? I guess, yeah, uh, butt rock is a great way butt to put rock, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know what the butt rock station in LA is. It's going to be where I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, it's going to be a bunch of songs that I know and recognize. and For sure. It's going to be fun. And then Alien Ant Farm, they have the two songs from uh, that one album where they had Smooth Criminal, which yep. it's funny that uh, they're – it's so funny because this was a time when you could like, like nineteen ninety nine through like two thousand two, where you could just sell a million records by just like we're gonna do a cover of Michael Jackson's song that everyone already knows is good, and everyone's like yeah. Smooth Criminal, we'll give we'll buy a million of these records, <laughs> and people did just because like you couldn't like not sell records. Yeah, in I mean, those years. you you referenced when we were texting earlier. You uh, were talking about the Heat. Uh, it's it's hard not to write the song smooth. Uh, by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. Yeah. That's another one where you're like, man, that sold a lot. That album sold a ton of records. That song is kind of like the guitar is great. Rob Thomas is not an enjoyable person to listen to. Well, but it it works. It's like when you listen to it, it's like, it takes you back to like a very specific thing. That song, that song in at the, it was on the top of the billboard charts for like some unbelievable amount of time. And it was the, I'm pretty. I think we should be proud as a society that that was the number one song when the year 2000 hit. So going from 1999 Ooh. to 2000, that yeah. was like what we're like. All right, we've been making music for however long. We're entering into this next millennium. Sure. What do we got? What's our top song? Smooth by Santana <laughs> featuring Rob Thomas. Oh man, I, I've been thinking about the lyrics of that song a lot today. Yeah. Uh, and not coming to any conclusions on what they could possibly mean. The one that really like sticks a, in my a, head. It's a sexy lady that this guy's talking about. Yeah, the one that really sticks the the give me your heart, make it real, or else forget about it. Is I I can't tell if that's a good lyric or not. It feels great like hearing it. Yeah. But then when I think about it, I'm like, what does Listen, that mean? It's too hot for your BS. I think is what Rob Thomas is saying when it's when yeah. it's when it's when it's toasty like that. Just just. Be genuine, be real, or yeah. else forget about it. It's a good message. I, you yeah. know, I think uh, it's just more uh, raw and honest than I'm willing to yeah. to go for. Um, yeah, make it well, stupider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. So, so that's uh, is that? Do you think today the the type of music the, the that oh, you would yeah, look I for? I want to hear some butt rock. Okay. Adam. You got the. I oh hear man. Like a, I don't know. All right. Since I'm on this podcast, and I'm sure this is a contrarian opinion to like what a lot of your listeners think, I would like to defend Nickelback. Okay, I'd love to hear it because I think Nickelback. I don't. They're not my favorite band, but yeah. they're not as bad. Like, first of all, I find like the like using Nickelback as a punchline at this point is just so cliche and hack. Sure. It's like, like what is this music? Nickelback. Like, it's just a very easy like. Yeah. Like, it's a it's a it's, it's a like, hack reference. Yeah, it's, a ha- it's just the joke's been done enough. And then also, I th- I just don't think they're that bad. Like they're not. Like it's it's very like it's very commercial rock and roll. Yep. It's like it's like rock and roll written to sell Budweiser and trucks. But there's a couple things about Nickelback that I think are brilliant. First of all, I think Silver Side Up, that first album they have, I think it's a good album. Like it's got like mm. it's got. Um, how you remind me, like you remind me of what I, I really am. Yeah, this is how you. Not uh. like I said, sorry. That like that's a fun. Like that song comes on, you sing along. It's like a good. So like that's a good song. Yeah. Uh, it's got a couple other ones like 
it's too bad, it's too late, it's too wrong, it's too bad, and no. Like, that song's good, I think. Just, I'm going to say this now, just hearing you do a butt rock voice is getting me excited <laughs> to, to do, do my butt yourself? rock voice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's my go-to like go karaoke is generally Nickelback, because it's the most fun yeah. voice to do. I would say I the two that I always go to is that, and then I also like to ask people to, to name songs that I can sing like Eddie Vedder, because I yeah. think he's also a hilarious singer. <laughs> I used to do this joke where I would go, like, like I would do it at, like, Jai Tai and stuff, where like, I'll still, I can still conceivably do it, but where right. I go on stage and I'd be like, love pop divas, because I do. And I go, I love pop divas. Who, who are some of your favorite pop divas? I can do them all. And people would be like, uh, Celine Dion. And I'm like, all right, this is Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On if it was sung by Bob Seeger. <laughs> and I'd just be like, like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> My love will go on. Uh, like I don't, I don't know the words, so but I would just do like a shitty Bob Seger. Yeah. Um, but and the, the other thing about Nickelback that I think is brilliant that I think a lot, a lot of people give him credit for is the name Nickelback is a wonderful name. Like it's fun to say. It's clear. Nickelback got yeah. a lot of like hard consonants. It's it's two catchy. Syllables. It's catchy. It's three but syllables to give to Nickelback, be fair. Nickelback. It's three syllables. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. You're giving them a little too Nickelback much credit there. Nickelback is in a band for counters. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not in that group. I'm not a math guy. <laughs> what was your degree, by the way? Economics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, um, no, but Nickelback. It's like it's a good name. But then also when you think about what a Nickelback is, it's a fifth defensive back which is fucking crazy because these guys are Canadian where they have 12 players on the field on defense. So the stock, like the most common defensive formation in Canadian football is going to have five defensive backs. So it's kind of like, but so there's no signifier. They don't call it a nickelback up in Canadian football, but because it's a special package down in American football, because you're taking out a linebacker or taking out a down lineman to put in another, uh, to Uh, put in another another defensive back. Yeah. It's kind of like an olive branch they're extending to Americans where they're oh. like, hey, we understand your football. We like what you got going on there. And they also, right when Nickelback took off, that's also when the, the NFL got so pass happy. And now I think the nickel formation is almost as common as having four defensive backs. Wow. You have five almost as common. So they originated like soothsayers. They right. saw the future of football. They saw the future of American football and were like, Nickelback, we need to get in on this concept wow. and brand ourselves after it. That's uh, that's a hot take. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I have heard a, sep- a different story for how they came up with that. I heard they ordered coffee and somebody was like, here, you can have your Nickelback. Hey. And that was how they came up with the name. <laughs> but that is a much better story. That's, see, I, I prefer to think of Nickelback as these, these people who saw the future of football. Yeah, no, I, and me also, too. And also the thing about that is like the people who know what, like even if they didn't know what that is, the people who know what a Nickelback is are people who will probably like Nickelback's music. True. Yeah, like, they did a good, that, if, if that was the effort, if it was a marketing effort, they nailed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just they they like, knew their demo. They were like, oh, people who watch enough football to know multiple defensive formations. Yep. And Those are the people who want to like drink Budweiser and listen to these like just guitar rock. <laughs> as music, it's like it's it's pretty silly and like at times, and maybe it shouldn't be as popular as it is. Like mm. maybe they shouldn't be like one of the biggest rock bands of the thousands. But at the same time, it's just like it's just rock. They just played guitars and and yeah. drums, and it's just 
I don't know what's so like offensive, offensive yeah. about it that people are like, this is the worst thing in the world. Well, there is this big, I think, backlash nowadays to like a band. Like it's not yeah. like there isn't even even the the music that is more rock or folk oriented where they have like all of those instruments they pitch themselves as like frontmen they it's like bon Iver or you know like it's not like it's very rarely pitched as the band i yeah. feel like um it's like the guy that you want to pay attention to so maybe it's a little bit of that like it's the backlash of the like the pop world yeah. being like no that's not what we want right now we don't yeah. want nickelback yeah i can i can see that and, no. and also i mean that is just like when any band that gets successful has people being like, they're the worst. But it's, it's just true. it seems so weird that like Nickelback just has so many people who are they're the worst. Yeah, like I mean, I I feel like Dave Matthews' band also has uh, some of that anger. Is it just like that late '90s era when people just started yeah, hating yes. bands? Yeah, and like I'm I'm on the totally opposite. Like I can't stand Dave Matthews' band. Right. But then at the same time, like I also understand like. I don't know. As I've, like, as like, kind of, I don't know if I mentioned this on the first time I was on the podcast because I listened to like a lot of metal when I was in high school, and like I went through a phase where like I only listened to like death metal, and I kind of like looked down on like people who weren't listening to metal. I was like, "What right. are you idiots not listening to this great form of music?" Then I was like, "Oh, other people can like other things." So like, I'm a lot less like Judgy. being like, "Hey, if you like this band, you're a moron." It's more like if you like this band, I'd prefer if we. Had a compromise if we're listening to the same music, but honestly, like I'll listen to it. I'm not like like Dave Matthews might be like my least favorite music, but like if someone plays a Dave Matthews song, yeah. it doesn't change my mood. I can get over it. I'm mature enough to do that. I hear you. I I one of the things I've had to learn on this podcast is like I can't be judgmental about anybody's music taste because yeah. I just have to play whatever you have to they dive want. Right in. Yeah, I don't have time to be yeah. judgmental. <laughs> like that's that's really what it is. I just don't. I purely I. I don't I if I waste a minute or two yeah. being like, oh really, Dave Matthews, that's what you like? Like yeah. I gotta be thinking, man. I, I don't have time yeah. for that. Um Do you uh what what is the what do you think the hardest genre you've had to play on this podcast is? Like, oh I mean, there there's an easy answer and then I'll have to think for a little bit longer about the harder answer. The easy answer is what Byron asked me to do when he was on. What did he ask? Um he asked me to play a song. In drop D with upstrokes and downstrokes, that was tragically beautiful with a rap breakdown in the middle. Oh, so he was just asking for like lots of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. was just being an asshole, um, <laughs> nice. purely. Um, and it worked. I, it was yeah. horrible. Um, go listen to it. It's uh, the that song's out right now. It's called um, Total Breakdown in D. Um, oh. It goes poorly. Uh, it's a lot of fun to listen to, though. Um, yeah, let me think of another. Ooh, other than that, um, I don't know. They've all felt. Uh, pretty okay. Jason Mraz was a little hard. A guy wanted me to write like a Jason Mrazy okay, song. Yeah, yeah. That's just not really what I what I go for most of the time. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of hard with Jason Mraz too because I don't know. Like I don't. What kind? What type of music is Jason Mraz? Like it's just like guitar and happy yeah, sounds. I don't know. But it's not like. I don't know what the genre is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's really hard to define. Like I know exactly what it sounds like because I've listened to it before. But I'm not like I can't. The same way like, I can articulate, like, oh, like, Motorhead, like, they're a, like a, like a, like a hard rock bordering on thrash metal. Yeah, like, proto metal kind of band. Like, yeah. Proto thrash metal kind of like. Yeah. It's fast guitars. Like I can describe Motorhead very easily. Yeah, Lemmy looks up and screams into a microphone. Yeah, and, yeah a bunch great. of ugly guys playing ugly rock and roll Ooh. that you'd want to listen to while on a motorcycle. It's fast guitars. That's one thing I miss. Bass. We don't let ugly people make music anymore. That is sad. Like Although they just Ed Sheeran. I don't know. He's yeah. I mean that's that's the the like 
the example. I mean, he's a red-haired guy. You don't see those guys in. That's true, and he's very popular. But yeah. like, I, you know, like Journey, you're not going to see a band like yeah. Journey again. They're, everybody in Journey is ugly. Uh, everybody in Electric Light Orchestra is ugly. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just they don't. They they used to just be like, okay, uh, we'll just make a cool spaceship on the album cover and not show these guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, but yeah, we we don't do that anymore. Nobody wants to buy a single with a cool spaceship on it if they don't yeah. know the person. Um. I guess there's like some. I think there's some people who might not be the most handsome in the world. Yeah, like the indie people aren't like. It's true. Drop dead gorgeous. But it's it's definitely Mumford and Sons. Those guys aren't like handsome. I like I've only seen them like once or twice, and they're just super forgettable looking guys. Yeah, I guess I I literally cannot. The only thing that I'm picturing right now is uh, the video where uh, Bill Hader and Will Forte and all the SNL dudes played Mumford and Sons. Oh yeah. Uh, fantastic video um, what's his name win butler's not yeah okay you know i'll take it back there's some there's some uh there's some uggos there's some uggos i'm not saying win butler's ugly but he's just not like yeah no i yeah i hear you he's not a uh he's not the the david lee roth uh cutting the rug yeah. kind of guy uh he's not a rihanna it's no rihanna no mm. very few are we've we've talked about your love for rihanna before love rihanna like, love, I, would you love, say she's your your number one pop diva of the of the era right now? Of the of currently, yes. Yeah. I think she's better than Katy Perry. I think she's better than Gaga. I think she's better. I like her more than Beyonce. I think Beyonce might have a bigger fan base and might right. be more popular and might sell more records. But I think, and I think Rihanna's doing more interesting. She's doing a larger variety. Like Beyonce, kind of seems like that. she's just doing like what you would expect to be the evolution from. Destiny's Child Destiny's to her, child yeah. To like, it's like, oh yeah, like as like the music progresses, but it isn't like radically different. Whereas like, Rihanna does everything from like, just top forty Drake tracks to like, more fun stuff. Yeah, like, I mean she's all like, over the place. She'll do all over the place, and she's also like a more interesting personality because like Beyonce is at the end of the day like a mom. Yeah, I mean like she's a mom in like a very famous relationship, but mm-hmm. Rihanna's all over the place doing fun stuff. She's like a mom who is. Uh, has like a shitty husband. Like yeah. that's like really that's I, I think she is a mom with a shitty husband. Yes. It's not like a, but I don't know. Also true. I mean, yeah, similes I think you can also you can use similes and just say facts. Sure. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Carl is like a white man with blonde hair with teeth. Uh he, Good jokes. I'm yeah. nailing it. Uh, this audio podcast, people are going to love that oof. example. Man, yeah, guys. <laughs> guys, guess what? I was telling the truth when I said that. Um, exciting stuff. Truth on a podcast. <laughs> um, Never thought I'd see the day. Who who would? Um, what what is like the lyrical content of Butt Rock? Let's let's um, talk about that. Uh, you're fighting your inner demons. That's that's key. Okay. Yeah. So you got some inner demons. You're working through them. Uh-huh. You're trying to get better. Right. But you don't know if you have a shot. Mm. Um, yeah, you're struggling. But you have a little bit of hope. Okay, there's light at the end of the tunnel, but yeah, it's not yeah, necessarily, yeah. Uh, it's not strong. Yeah, there's like, when it comes to feeling, it tends to be more vague than it is specific. So it's not like, so like what your troubles are, aren't like, you it isn't like, it's not known. I'm nervous about my son. He doesn't seem to be like socializing well with <laughs> other kids and I hope he doesn't get bullied. Like, no, it's like, my it's like, son got bullied yesterday. Yeah, that sounds it's, really it's strange. It's more just like, I don't know about my family. I hope God can keep them safe. Ooh, that's even a little too specific. You got yeah. you got two nouns in there: I'm family and God. About my family and my friends and my truck. There you that's go. That's more a little bit like more modern country, though. Yeah. Okay. So so, but I, I hear so, you. So there's so there's like some struggles. 
Um, it's kind of got like an up, up. It's like faster. Uh-huh. Uh, very like strip clubby. So it's like very like like music that like would be played by like that that a girl like named Candy would dance to in like an American yeah. flag bikini. I think that that's like the ideal for most of these butt rock guys. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah! It's like like if, if if you have to revert back to it, just hell yeah! This is like yep. go there. Just know you can go there for sure. That's the that's yeah. a touchstone. That's yeah. that's the <laughs> good, like like is what I'm writing down like something that like is either about fighting your inner demons or you could say hell yeah to mm-hmm. if it's somewhere on that like where does it land on that? There's also I I just love the confrontational attitude that comes across when you start a song with look at this photograph. <laughs> 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 look <laughs> look at this photograph yeah, and that song's also vaguely sad about yeah, yeah. I remember these times <laughs> I used to be happy but now I'm pretty sad <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, alright I think I got it uh, I'm feeling I'm excited I'm ready uh, alright I just have I think one more question for you actually really quick I'm gonna check the time because I'm not sure how long we've been going Oh, you can lean over. What does it look like? Twenty-eight fifty-four. Hell yeah! Um, and I just have one more question for you, Carl. Yeah. And I already know the answer to it, so I don't know why I'm asking it, but I'm gonna do it. Uh, have you ever heard the song "Cars" by Gary Newman? Hell yeah! <laughs> That's a good answer because uh, you're gonna listen to it three times in a row in my bathroom while I write you this butt rock song. Um, yeah, skip back. You you get in there. I'll get to it. Uh, bye. Do you like talking about things you're not qualified to talk about? Us too. The Dumb Nerds Podcast, a show where comedians talk about smart topics they're too dumb for. Every week, your host, that's me, Cassie Jerkins, invites a new funny guest on to get down and nerdy. Laugh and learn about topics like how to buy a house, the Terminator movies, and the Titanic. Check out Dumb Nerds today on your favorite podcast app. All right. Welcome back, everybody. You're going to love this. Uh, Carl, welcome back. How was your time in the bathroom? Great. You had a good time? Yeah, I fired off a Snapchat. Hell yeah. What did what, you snap? Well, I had the, the, the way the headphones look, it's got a little mic stand, too. So I said, uh, so I said when you coordinate in that D, it's <laughs> nice. like a defensive coordinator. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty clever. It's a smart, it's a smart Snapchat. It's going to appeal uh, to Nickelback fans, I think. Yeah, I think they're going to love it. Um, yeah, uh, I, I will now be able to say, Carl, only in terms of... Uh, like vocal uh uh pain yeah this has been the hardest song to write oh goodness i hope i don't want to i don't want to hurt you no no it but it just in terms of it's i don't know how chad kroger is out there singing like that every night like he's i don't know how his voice is not just totally shot because that, that hurt know. it's not it's not easy to sing that way okay but uh hopefully you'll be able to get through one song i'm gonna try uh i have written one at least so i would Great. hope that i can get through it uh are you ready to hear it Hit me with it. All right. I met a girl a long, long time ago. She was my world. I tried to make our home. But guess what? Things change when you're not looking. Hits you in the nuts Life grabs you by your boys and tugs and tugs I was in a band We 
Keep rocking through the tugs. Yeah, so, so. keep rocking through the tugs. Is that the name of the song? I think so. Yeah, it's perfect. All right. Yeah. Uh, you, not no uh, no no uh, thoughts. No. I mean, you no. can use a guitar solo, but you only had a certain amount of time. I'd rather I'd rather have no guitar solo than a rushed shitty one. Sure. I'm not gonna like. I don't have the time to write a guitar solo. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you just have to be like, all right, what chords am I using? Like, let's blue scale it. But, yeah. Like, but like honestly, like the it worked. Um, the Two things about being in a band, being with a girl, they don't work out. And yep. then life, you just got to keep on rocking through the tugs on your nuts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, I really, I dove deep into the, the butt rock aesthetic yeah, for those lyrics. You, deep, you dug into the butt and pulled out the balls. <laughs> <laughs> you dug them out. <laughs> yeah, I went through, went through the back entrance. Uh, man. Yeah, that was, a, that was a lot of fun to write. That was, uh, yeah. I was right down to the wire on the on the chorus. I did not know what chords were going to yeah. work there, but I think it it, it it turned out pretty good. I'm, it I'm happy with that. Worked out really well. Yeah. Really great job. Thank you. Um, do you want to you want to look at the lyrics a little bit? Yeah, let me take a look at them. Usually, this is the time where people critique me, but you've you've immediately um, said it was perfect. Well, all right. So, I guess I guess I mean like you you really did exactly what I asked you to do and it's what true. you set out to do. I mean, I guess the only like really critique I think is that you went chord heavy rather than power chord heavy. Maybe True. a power chord could have been a little bit more rocky. And also, I couldn't yeah. hear the amp that much, so I don't know if that maybe like you were doing still emphasizing like the the top string, so it might have just sounded. Yeah, so I was only hearing what I heard from the guitar versus what I heard from the amp. And the amp might have amplified the like kind of lower string. I hear you. Well, you're gonna have to listen to have this to listen back to the again. Episode, but yeah. other I. This, the, the lyrics were perfect because yeah. you were very vague. <laughs> what happened with you and this girl? It, it, things changed. Things changed. Grabs on your boys and tugs and tugs and uh. tugs. Like ah, oh, I was I was like I was like, and I was like one chorus away from being able to sing along. Yeah, and that's ideal. Oh, that's yeah. You definitely you don't want a Nickelback song to take more than one listen for you to know I, the chorus. I figured it out right away. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, this is great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'm glad to hear that, Carl. Uh, I'm glad I was able to embrace the butt rock aesthetic to such yeah. a good degree. You got a, you got a future in butt rock. Oh. Well, once when butt rock inevitably when returns, yeah. 
when Puddle of Mud needs their uh, rhythm guitarist, uh, yeah, when they're making the guitarist. their... <laughs> Dude, you're not going to believe it. I just got okay. the slot with Puddle of Mud. I'm auditioning for Puddle That'd of Mud. That'd be a really good slot. Yeah. Although I hear that guy's having some, like, troubles. I Like, he got mad at an audience or something like that, because he's no longer on top. Yeah. It sounds like he's had kind of a hard... I mean... Return to orbit. Sure. I mean, you got that's a big, a big ego trip being a rock star. When, when you're a puddle of mud, lead <laughs> yeah. singer. When you're puddle of mud famous, like, yeah. and you come down from and that, you have to be just puddle of mud in 2016 famous. Ooh, yeah. Rough. That's terrible. Yeah. Rough. Did you ever see the video of uh, the lead singer of Limp Bizkit trying to do a guitar solo? Fred Durst doing a guitar solo? No, I haven't seen it. Ooh. He's not good at guitar. Ah. I'm glad he stuck to, to vocals mostly. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they kept Wes Borland on the guitar. Although I think oh, yeah. he loved that band. But he was a good guitarist. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, cool. I think that'll, that'll about wrap us up, Carl. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Hell yeah. Let's, uh, let's just do some quick little pluggies. Um, sure. what, what do you got to plug? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Carl Powers. Yeah. I'll be doing that. And then, um, yeah, that's a good place to follow me. And I don't know. I don't, know, I don't have like a lot of stuff. Cool. But uh, yeah, follow me there. Sounds good. Uh, One day I'll update carlpowers.com, but I still own the domain. So. Hell yeah. I don't own my domain yet, but I assume nobody uh, else. Are, are there a lot of people going after Adam Muscatone? Uh, are there many of those in the world? As far as I can tell, I'm the only one on the internet. Oh, um, nice. So that's that's pretty good. I don't think it's, there's not, I've like felt no rush to you buying it. You say it's a miracle. It, it, yeah, for listeners at home, I don't think we, I've discussed this yet. My middle name on the podcast, my middle name is Nisim, which is Hebrew for miracles. Uh, and Adam and also means miracles? No, my Hebrew name is also Nisim. Okay. Um, so, because of that, my, my full Hebrew name would be Nisim Nisim Mushkatel. Yeah. Uh, which would mean miracles, miracles, miracles Mushkatel. Mushkatel. Which, yeah. Uh, became You're saved in my phone as Adam Miracles. Oh, that feels great. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, thanks for being on, Carl. This thanks was a great time. Uh, I hope somebody else requests butt rock in the future, but I feel like this may be uh, an oasis in the desert for a little bit. Maybe we'll get to do some oasis. Hell yeah. Oh, man. That'd be great. Um, That that could be the next episode, so tune in next time. uh, You're going to love this podcast. Yeah. Oh, and like and subscribe to us on iTunes and uh, follow us uh, on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. We have an Instagram page, and we're doing stuff on there, and we want people to follow us, so do it. Bye. Cool. Great job. Yeah, thank you. God, that's funny. Rapman has done the jokes. I was just like, what is the most? That's perfect. They're, they're just like that. That someone broke up with you. You're like, man, life fucking sucks, right? <laughs> oh man. Oh, I'm fucking sweaty as shit. This shirt is not a. This does not wick. Not a lot of wicking happening. Uh, you want some water? I never, I should have offered that. No, I'm not. I'm good. You good? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Well, I think I'm going to head out. Sure, man. I'm going to go to the grocery store. Ooh. Byron said he picked up some hot sausage from that Italian deli recently. Yeah. Oh, wait. Before you do it, leave, I do have to take a picture with you. Oh, okay. Um, perfect. Yeah. You should use your phone because I've realized my phone is the is shitty uh, and doesn't take good pictures. Wait. This is the photo wall. This is the only place in my apartment that looks good, so I take photos right here. Do you have a selfie? Yeah. Selfie this shit. What's that dude on Facebook there? It's nice. That's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I'll send that to you. Hell yeah. Oh. I have not.
not had the opportunity to say hell yeah as much. Hell yeah! Today has been way over quote on hell yeah. Dude, yes. love saying hell yeah. It's, it's a like, lot of fun. It's, it's one of the top probably phrases I use in my phone. I'm just like, hell yeah. I say hell yeah and roger that a lot. I love saying roger that. Because I just sometimes I just want to say like I understand exactly what you told me, mm-hmm. no further input. Yeah, it's the it's the equivalent of the this emoji. Yeah, yeah. Roger that. Like, Stop talking to me. I get Got it. it. <laughs> I uh, I've been I've been howdying a lot. That's been my my thing for a well, while. Howdy. I don't know howdy and folks. Those two words. I love are, folks. It's such a good word. It's so useful. You can it's it's all over the place. You can say it's never offensive. It always applies to everyone. You yeah. don't have to think about it. You just say folks and everybody's coming. Hey, folks. Uh, <laughs> you guys. Also, it's like a really funny punchline to me. Yeah. But it's used in like the like internet, like folks. <laughs> you know, uh, folks. Or like when you say like a really bad joke, yep. you can just move on to them. So like folks. That's Life that's grabs that's you by the nuts and it tugs and tugs and tugs. Folks. <laughs> <laughs> I have a message for you today. Things change. Folks, folks, I was in a band. <laughs> we, I accidentally said the verse, the, the lyric that I crossed out later, which was the whole damn world, and I just, I just also said, and the USA. Yeah, <laughs> so it worked. I think it was good. It's dumber. It's, what I, it's, it's better. 